0: Back to Let's Unpack That. I am Cal and I am one of your co hosts, and I am also here with Cheval, who is my best friend.
1: Hi, I'm here. I exist uh, occasionally. What's up? Sometimes.
0: But, um, Sometimes we when are... I feel like it. <laughs> we are a podcast that focuses on um, critically analyzing media and breaking stuff down to talk about some of the more. Uh, problematic, if you will, aspects of it while still acknowledging that it's a good piece of media overall. Um, of course, Great. But we we decided in our infinite wisdom to start this off with Berserk. So we are in the middle of, or at the end of the intro, and we're about to start yes. the Golden Age arc, if you guys are um, looking for kind of a where we're at <laughs> with this sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: If you jumped in, you know, just to pick the random episode. But yeah, no, we're... We are at the very end of the. I guess we're gonna call this the heretic arc. I guess. Yeah. Um, or I think that's might that might be what it's like unofficially called. But uh, yeah, uh, guts is like almost dead. The last time we saw him again, and I'm pretty sure that I had this last chapter end because I know the God Hand was just talking their shit for like the entire chapter,
0: um, and then they told were... uh, the story. Yeah, they were like talking their shit and traumatizing Teresa and stuff, and then. Um... Oh what happened? um, oh yeah, guts is like busted <laughs> on the floor, yeah, and he's trying to get, everything is broken, yeah, and he's trying to get Puck to come like heal him for a second so he can like grab his sword <laughs> at least. Yeah, much happening it's
1: like a theater it's like a show is happening like they showed uh this is your life like a tv special for the count of him you know murdering his wife after she had a satanic orgy that came out of nowhere Mm -hmm. um and puck and guts weirdly enough the main characters are kind of (laughs) like the observers so they're kind of like just chilling watching this whole thing and like my favorite part of that is like guts being like Hey, hey stupid bug. Hey, they're not paying attention to us. Can you heal me? Like <laughs> they're doing their own thing right mm. now. I
0: It's <laughs> like we got to be strategic yeah. about this and Pucks like, "Huh?" Um huh? But... <laughs> Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um we we took we took a couple weeks off. Uh yes. both of us. Well, honestly, we had one week where we didn't record because it was just a lot to to deal with, guys. Listen, it's berserk. It's um, life happening mid-pandemic when people are telling everybody conflicting information, and yeah. it's just a sad time. People so, are sick in the uh,
0: family, just lots of stuff happening. Yes, depression. Yes, that one's always mm-hmm. that's persistent. don't know about you that know. one.
1: Classics. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so <last laughs> everybody remembers we, good old depression. <laughs> yeah, last week we took off to kind of chill for a second and um uh, just kind of regrouping. We did some podcast stuff still. Um Chavale whooped whooped mm-hmm. my ass and thrived some, you know, good things. Um but the usual, yeah. Practicing, the week before Cheval was being cool in Seattle. So yeah, that, that was as well. It
1: was fun. It was see, Seattle was really cool. Um we we ended up going because uh So before we knew, before COVID was happening, right? Or like, rather before it came to the States in like a terrible way. um, We had bought tickets to go to a wedding that was in, I think it was going to be in uh, Italy at first. We didn't buy the tickets then because we were like, fuck that. And then they moved to Mexico because COVID started happening. And then we were like, that's not going to happen. We'll buy the tickets anyway. And then... It didn't happen, obviously, because nobody could have left the states back then. So then we used this, these credits from like a year ago to go to Seattle, because we were like, listen, um, we're going to go to the Airbnb, go do things that we can legally do in Seattle, and then go back home. And that's what we did. It was it was a fun time. I'm just glad that I got to get the fuck out of Texas for a second, because Texas is a ass um, yeah. in certain ways, as much as I do love a lot of parts of it. Yeah. Um, it's
0: a love-hate relationship yeah. with Texas, yeah. for sure. It's it's all fun and games until someone who's not from Texas makes fun of Texas, and then it's like, wait, (laughs) hold on. Literally, (laughs) oh, all
1: y'all are stupid and racist. Wait a second. Now I've know for a fact there's a lot of stupid (laughs) racist people here, but many of us are not. Okay, (laughs) some of us, some of us just trying to live and we're nice people who like country music. So
0: it's like, leave us
1: alone. Um, Let's
0: remember that. Those minorities that you say that you want to uplift, we, we live down here yeah. too. <laughs> you know, they live
1: here. Yeah, all those a all lot those of gay people and black people you all pretend to care about. Yeah, they they yeah. live here as well. They're
0: here. Disabled people. <laughs> disabled they're people. Down here. Yeah. Um, old people. They're down here. You know, like there's a bunch of people down here. It's not.
1: We're not old fucking Ted Cruz and Greg Abbott. Oh, just, just want to put that out there. It, it it's it's worth remembering sometimes.
0: Yeah, but,
1: okay. but yeah, um, Seattle, was, but... Seattle was Seattle nice because... <laughs> no, no, to get heavily political because I was about to say <laughs> how many Trump signs I didn't see, which was yeah. great when I was in Seattle. So that was a lot of, like, signs about help the... <laughs> what? No, I didn't think this was. You didn't,
0: like, have Trump, uh, like, bumper stickers on trucks and then, like, have QAnon uh... ones right next to them and you're like, yeah. Oh. Cool.
1: <laughs> Eight months after the election? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, um, which reminds me, um, I showed Cal some of these videos, I think the last time he visited me, but if you're looking for something to gauge about how insane people are going right now, there's a channel called Channel 5 News on YouTube. They had to change their name because the creator, um, basically whoever he had his brand deal with before, like, stole all his shit from him, so he, like, had oh, to restart hi. the channel. It used to be called All Gas, No Breaks. But, uh, yeah, 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 the guy, Andrew, um, from All Gas No Breaks, he had That's to restart so all this stuff. He's still just as popular because he told everybody. Right. Yeah, so, apparently, the the place that, like, gave him some of the equipment and, like, helped him get his road trip started, they, like, ousted him out of his contract and kept the brand, basically, and oh were trying to, God. like, monetize it and do weird stuff he didn't want to do. So, yeah, he... Can't use that naming anymore, so now he goes by Channel Five News. So he's he's put out some amazing videos since he rebranded. Um it's been very consistent, so I would heavily recommend that. But he went to a Q conference in Dallas. Oh god and um I was like scared shitless because I was watching it with Haley and I was like, My mom literally works at the building across the street from where they were having the QAnon conference. And like my mom's not working from home. But at the same time, I'm like, that's still scary as hell that the Omni Hotel is just like, yeah, QAnon conference. And then a bunch of politicians are coming through to speak, and when they, when Andrew asks them about, him, about why they're there, they're like, oh, I don't know what Q is. I have no idea what that is. That's just the thing. I have no idea what Q is, but I'm here oh to speak God. to these people at a QAnon conference. So, um, Yeah, uh, if you want, like, (laughs) like, let's say you're, like, caught up on how terrible things are right now, but you just, like, want to see, like, it in real life, um, but, like, with some comedic editing to it, because it's not, like, dark, right, it's not, like, Vice or something like that, where it's, like, you're watching it and you're, like, oh, this is just bad, like, there's some comedy to it in a terrible way, um, yeah, go watch Channel 5 News, it's, it's really, uh, not eye-opening, (laughs) if, I guess it's just, like, revealing, I guess yeah but yeah um that's what's been yeah that's what happened to that guy though he got fucked over and then he had to start over but
0: yeah and that sucks i i hate when businesses do that when they're like oh yeah like we'll help you out and you're like oh cool and then they're like fuck your contract (laughs) fuck you this is ours now and you're like oh oh. but but i made it and they're like we don't care and you're like okay
1: (laughs) we don't care dude it it happens with so many things and then like, people are like, oh, why did this thing change? Yeah, because this corporation bought it, and then they kind of just said, screw you. Um, like, it's what that happens to so many IPs over time. Like, I remember what happened to Boondocks when they started making <laughs> Boondocks cartoons without the original creator. And people were like, this is bad. And it was like, yeah, because they, they gutted it to nah. death. Like
0: I didn't it's, know that. it's
1: It's so weird. Yeah, after, like, the first two seasons, if I'm not mistaken, three. Um the original creator left and the show got like way worse. Like people don't even like really recognize any season after three. It's kinda like excuse me. It's kinda like uh it's kinda like how people are like, yeah, there's only Marvel vs Capcom one through three. There's not a single one after that. We don't know what happened after that.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. That makes sense. That's yeah, I I think a lot about like with Bill Watterson and stuff, how, like, he was basically, like, I'm not going to sell you mm-hmm. anything, I'm not going to do anything, I'm going to live my life, and you're going to leave me the fuck alone, basically, when he stopped right. doing Calvin and right. And, like, I respect that <laughs> a lot. Um, it right. sucks that, like, his work is still being, like, monetized for other people, but, like, at least we Ooh. know there's not, like, a Disney movie that's going to come out about it until, like... Grace. ...infinite years in the future, when, like, the... Imminent mean, domain is up or whatever it's called.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's all that stuff is kind of funky, you know. And I and I, there's this weird like trend now where we're taking things that didn't happen that long ago and turning them into movies. Like, yeah, even more so than before. Yeah,
0: like
1: okay, like Doctor Death, right? Like that podcast came out a couple years ago. Good podcast, really. I thought thought it was well told. Mm-hmm. And then now they're making a. TV show with fucking Alec Baldwin in it. And I'm like, okay. uh Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but this weird thing where, like, we take real-life people's stories and then monetize them and then, like, put actors in them. I'm not... I'm 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 tired. Well cuz like it, it it's 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 happening like every like 2 months now. Yeah. Like it's not like a oh we got Mindhunter and we got a bunch of guys impersonating serial killers for a TV show. It's like no, we get into a Mindhunter like every like month. Like it's yeah. it's like like stop it. I don't I don't need this. Well
0: <laughs> it's not it. like, you know, like <sighs> I feel like there were a lot of like sports memoir movies in like the early 2000s and stuff and like before that, you know, oh, like yeah chariots of fire and, like, baseball shit and all that kind of stuff, but, like, I feel Mm -hmm. like the stuff we get now is, like, because of, I guess, like, you know, social justice kind of coming to, like, the forefront of things, They like to rewrite that, especially. And so we get all Mm -hmm. these things about, like, you know, the Alabama protests and stuff. And they, like, love to tweak it a little bit. So they're like, this one police officer was really helpful. And it's like, (laughs) I doubt that sincerely, but okay. Um, Yeah, like,
1: okay, sure.
0: Yeah, I just... It's weird because it's like we went from, like, talking about Babe Ruth to, like... Glorify, like glorifying other things, and like film has always been pop propaganda. Like, it's yeah. the, the army has always been involved in like war films and things like that too. So shit, shit, like they that have a contract is,
1: with like, Marvel, like exactly,
0: currently. exactly. Sorry <laughs> to Marvel fans, but uh, your your shit is propaganda. But, Literally um,
1: propaganda. Like, uh, yeah, we could talk about yeah, that all day. But, yeah,
0: we can. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll save that for another intro, but. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's just there's so much there's so many ways that like the government is involved with that process and like clearing stuff and that's why it's so fucking racist and weird when people are like well at least we're not like China and I'm like we oh, are like China.
1: We're just like China. <laughs> it's oh no, the they same have the social thing. credit. They have the social score in China. We would never do something like that in America credit score. Like it's <coughs> it, it's it's almost incredible yeah. like the cognitive dissonance people have yeah. with the China stuff. Like sometimes I'm like, can you just tell me you're racist? Like just <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, it's all just xenophobia, right?
1: <laughs> yes, that's that's all. It's literally xenophobia. It's like the other, right? And it's like, yeah. okay, but you're talking about them working their workers to death. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Newsflash. <laughs> I... Yeah, people die on the job in the U.S. all the time. It's well, not. Well, I mean, like we literally that's the thing that only whole... happens in those other countries.
0: Right, we literally just had the whole, like, Frito-Lay thing, too, and so, like... Yes! That literally just happened, like, when we were recording, like, earlier this past week, and that was important, and, like, there's a lot of other unions that are trying for stuff right now. I know DoorDash did their first strike, I know Amazon is, like, continuing to do strikes. They're striking all the time. Yeah, I mean... I I've gotten so many more targeted ads from Amazon recently where they like have an actor be like I make 15 an hour and this is the most I've ever been paid at any job and I'm so yeah. lucky to work for Amazon and I'm just like man y'all are not even being subtle anymore this is disgusting mm-hmm, <laughs> um, it's this is so fucking gross <laughs>
1: So nasty. It's this fake... Or like the fucking CIA commercials where they're like, I'm a um, non-binary, neurodivergent, autistic, lat... tink stinks uh something and i work <laughs> for the cia and i bombed your country like i i don't can't like no we can't no stop it
0: <laughs> it's like those memes can't about like do it anymore like when hillary was running when it was like oh yeah we're gonna have a girl boss bomb iran instead of like an old crusty white man or something you know and
1: yeah then, we like, get old crusty white like, lady instead of old crusty white man. <laughs> yeah
0: it's like okay they're still gonna you know like bomb innocent people, and, like, news came out, I think there was, like, a whistleblower a little while back who revealed that, like, I think it was, like, 80 or 90% of, like, drone strikes affect innocent people and don't actually hit, like, you know, what what they're saying they hit, which, like... Yes. Duh. Duh. Um, But, (laughs) you know, like, it's just, there's so many things going on right now, and... This is a really heavy opening, but, you know, there's a lot of heavy stuff going on right now, and it's just, like... Yeah, it's,
1: it, it's a year, man.
0: Yeah, see, a, a it's two a... Two years. And we're only, like, just over halfway through. I guess we're, like... I guess we're more than that now. It's a l- a little more than that. It's halfway. August.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's shit. August. Oh, it's not even July anymore. Oh, God. Yeah, we're, like, uh, three-fourths um, <laughs> And people still can't get their shit together. Uh, yeah. Just in general, I'm not even talking about individuals. Uh, I'm t- I'm tired of blaming individual people for some of this shit. I'm like, nah, yeah. bro.
0: No, and like don't start this like,
1: infighting with me. Like, right. don't do that.
0: And I mean, like, that's what happens with the vaccine stuff, too, right? People are like, "Well, I like did my part, so I get to do whatever I want." And I'm like, "Your part's not yeah. over yet, <laughs> dipshit. Mm-hmm. No one's yeah, part yeah, is over yet." Yeah, if you did your part, you know done. that.
1: Exactly. You'd know that that wasn't fucking true if you were actually doing your part. Like, <laughs> right. I don't want anybody who even touched Lollapalooza to, like, say shit about doing your part for COVID. Like, Yeah, dude. Like, it's not It's not even, like, an argument thing, right? Like, it's one of those things where it's like, no, we had simple instructions. Yes, I understand the government changes it every day and all that stuff like that, right? Like, it. I, I'm not agreeing with them either. I feel like they're fucking a lot of this shit up. Yeah. But, like... The people being uppity, I mean, at first it was the mask thing, now it's, like, the vaccine thing and not accounting for how it affects certain people who, not the people lying, I'm not talking about, you know, the crazy people we see in Facebook videos screaming at people. Yeah, yeah, like, (laughs) it's just, like, the way people have, like, started talking to each other now, like, not even just online, I'm like, wow, this is, uh, this is a lot of, like... A lot of individualism and, like, yes. focusing on, wow, I'm better than you. You need to do what I, what I did. And it's like, but you're not even doing the right thing. So why are you? Yeah. <laughs> why are you up my ass? Like, I don't get it, you know? It's, it's, just, the, it's just a weird time, but, you know. Yeah.
0: It's just, it's, I don't know. It's, gonna it's weird because... Better. I feel like people are, like you said, like, falling back into the same thing that they did at the start of the pandemic where they're like, well, if you're sick, you should just stay at home. Or, like, if you can't wear a mask, then just stay at home or whatever. And, like, yeah, that does, like, affect people who are being stupid about it. Like, in Texas, you know, there's a lot of people here who are unvaccinated who could be vaccinated and, like,
1: Mm -hmm. you know,
0: all this other stuff. They don't have a real
1: excuse. Exactly.
0: And, like, that, you know, is hard. But, like... My, you know, my partner is vaccinated, but they are immunocompromised, and like, yep, it uh, apparently does not affect them as much as it affects people who are not immunocompromised. You know, like it exactly like, has a lower rate of success and like preventing it, and especially with Delta coming out. Um, my again, my New partner COVID just dropped. Yeah, one of my partner's cousins uh, caught it. And he's not immunocompromised, Uh. and he has asthma, so his mom's really worried about it and stuff. But, like, Mm. there's, like, people I know who are, like, getting Delta because they're not wearing their mask. And it's, like, Uh. it's just scary, and it's not fun, and, like, it's just thing after thing. And so to see people being, like... I guess very, like, casual about it and pretending, like, stuff is over. It kind of, in some ways, reminds me of last summer when, like, the protests were dying down and people were like, okay, it's yes. normal now. And I'm like, no, it's not normal. Nothing is it's normal. It's not normal. We, it... we we're in a huge time of unrest, and the best thing you can do is help in whatever way you can, you know? So. Let's, Let's rock.
1: Rock. Rock, rock, rock! Always. Um, yeah, so, Berserk! Berserk! Here are on Chapter 8.
0: Good transition. Um, if you're on... Um.
1: <laughs> if, <laughs> if you're on the if you're on the, uh, the online version that is definitely legal, I think, readberserk.com. We're on chapter H0. I don't know why they named these like this. Um, but yeah, uh, like we said at the beginning last we left off, Guts is uh, asking Puck to heal him, but then we get this cool flashback at the beginning um, of the sexiest man alive uh, yes. according to... Everybody who hasn't watched an anime past 1999.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh god. Right, see? so... No, we'll get to yeah. it later, we'll get to it later.
1: <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So, so yeah, we, we we open this chapter, it's another chapter, but we're obviously not in the same place. It's a battlefield, a bunch of dead dudes on the ground. And um, we see a younger Guts getting helped up by this long, white-haired dude, and... Not a lot, of, does a lot of what they're talking about in the meeting matter that much? I mean, all he's really talking about is why he's like destined to be the shit, right? Like.
0: Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> I want to be at the top because you can do whatever. And also, I'm fated to be like the ruler of everything. And I want to know what I'm capable of. And like, he gives this very long speech yeah. that's basically yeah. like, I want to be really strong and rich and important and like, Um, (laughs) you know, things that don't matter to us as much, but they're, like, very important to him, and it's very obvious. He's a a grinder.
1: He's a hustler. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's very obvious that he and Guts have, like, a bond of some sort. Um, Yeah. But, uh, in the last panel of that little flashback, um, we see Femto's face, like, in the background next to... Uh, this guy, who is Griffith. Um, but and right. it's like kind of a stark difference in some ways. Um, I feel like later he does a lot better at like showing the disparity between the two. But
1: yeah, it's 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 a cool it's a cool intro scene, but mostly because it is like the first time we've seen, you know, Guts with both his eyes, both his mm-hmm. arms and stuff. Um, he, seen... You can tell it's a different time. Yeah. And we haven't. Yeah, I know. his sword's a lot smaller too, and but yeah, the the biggest thing we get out of this is that you know, because earlier we saw Guts yell at him, Griffith. But yeah, it's this is the reveal that it's like yeah, Guts knew this guy beforehand. So we'll get into that probably eventually. Um, but yeah, no. So I really like this little section, mm-hmm. um, mostly because I didn't think that they would go ahead and introduce that. Like right. that, I thought that they would just kind of wait until Golden Age and then make the reveal then. But, um, yeah, it was mostly because I didn't think that they would just put it out there like that. I thought they would be like, eh, you'll figure it out in, like, 30 chapters.
0: Right. <laughs> kind of like, ooh, who yeah. is this guy? Guess you'll find out later. No, I feel like he was like, no, yeah, this is a dude. And, like, I feel like that kind of, like... Helps make stuff more impactful through the rest of this chapter because, like, you think back to this yeah. intro part where, like, Griffith is literally, like, helping Guts up out of, like, a bunch of corpses. A pile of and bodies. Stuff. Yeah. And, like, he's, you know, obviously ambitious, but still has, like, some kind of empathy there and still, like, mm-hmm. cares about Guts. Cause, like, uh, the last thing he says before we go back to the present time is he says you're the first person i've ever spoken to like this and like so it's it's kind of like he's entrusting him this is also like a manipulation tactic but um yes yes and that's kind of their relationship as a whole like it is very strong but there's a lot of unhealthy elements to it. And we will talk about that at length uh, when we get to the next arc, because we are about to get to the golden age and I am dreading it, but I'm also very excited to talk about a lot of stuff. I'm not excited to talk about a lot of stuff, but I'm very excited for some things. Um, No, for
1: sure. And, and like, and just for people are, are like not confused. um, So like the golden age is technically like a few separate chapters, but it's, Overall, a gigantic arc of Berserk, mm-hmm. right? Like so we'll we'll get to the end of the section called the Golden Age, but the golden Age is in there. It's like this whole yeah. other section before another big event happens. but but yeah, um, I have a lot of thoughts about Griffith because he does we'll see a lot more of him in the golden age. he's mm-hmm. uh, you see him pretty soon into it. but yeah, we kind of get a glimpse at his character design. He draws him differently after this, which I thought was funny because, yeah. He doesn't look exactly the same. He looks even more feminine when he draws him later. But, yeah. um, For people who don't know, Griffith is, like, drawn very soft and all that shit. But,
0: yeah. He's very much anime, pretty boy, long, flowing white hair. Like, if you have read, like... uh, This is what I always think of. If you've read... Oh, God. Uh... Lady of Versailles, I think that's what it's called. Um it's like yes. an old shojo. Um and there's uh one of the main characters in that has a very like princely yeah, kind of, of look to yeah. her and Griffith reminds me a lot of that kind of like like the um like the female review kind of like I'm the prince character, that's what he looks like a yeah. lot.
1: Yeah. Okay. No, that's a good <laughs> <laughs> that's a good comparison yeah he's he's very um moe i guess if you could
0: <laughs> uh, i guess yeah <laughs> he's got this shot <laughs> no, especially he's, he's, he's got a very tiny face i guess you could say that. yes
1: very small 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 face man also i'm looking at him in the anime and i don't know if it's just like i don't know sometimes anime art styles don't translate as well to me but anyway um yeah, so we we get that little glimpse at Griffith. So then we go back to uh, the theater time with the God Hand, where you know they they put away their gigantic TV screen and uh, this first panel back, we get another ass shot of the only female member of the God Hand again. So that's that's. I mean, that's fun.
0: Yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, and she's just out there. You know, I didn't even notice because um, Brain yeah. Dude is like taking up most Fucci of the breathing. screen. Here, but yeah, her yes, her, she got both ass cheeks out. It's, it's just a party ass, in here. Just
1: feeling the wind in this void. Yeah. Um. So right. So the last time we left off, they were trying to uh, officially sacrifice the count's daughter because he asked for help because uh, his blood mixed with the behalet which is used to call the God Hand. Um, mm-hmm. If you want a better explanation of all that stuff, listen to the previous episodes. Yes. So, um <laughs> much better one. Finally, Puck catches on. Yeah, no, much, much better explanation for what's going on with the sacrificing. So um, basically, Guts is like, hey, uh, help me or she's going to get branded Like, quick. Do you, what the fuck do you think is going to happen, Puck? So they're having a little side conversation, and in the middle of this, Guts has a moment where he's like, "Griffith is literally, or Femto rather, is literally paying no attention to me, Mm -hmm. Um, because he's not. Uh, Griffith is kind of just like enjoying the show. He's he's been standing in the same spot pretty much ever since he force pushed.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Guts Um, through a wall. Guts last chapter. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. So I really love the line that. Uh, Gut says, like, he thinks it, I guess, when he's like looking up at him, where he's like, This petty existence is beneath your notice. And I was just like, Oh, it's so mm-hmm. poignant. It's very good. I love yes. it. It's just a good shot Sub- with Guts. it, too. Because he's like, Exactly. All fucked up in that panel and just like, Ah, uh, high emotions. Um, I, I really like this ending. A lot and we will talk more about it but i mm-hmm. there's just a lot of very good elements to this but yeah griffith is, is just like i don't fucking care um he's focused on everything going on with Teresa right now
1: yeah it's it's like he's just on like on like a business call like they got called out <laughs> yeah. and even though he saw he like saw somebody he has like a former bond with and he's like oh hey what's up it <laughs> just looks the other way <laughs>
0: It's like... It's, if,
1: it's really fucked up.
0: It's like if he's up in his an apartment, like, on a Zoom call, and he sees a guy get hit by a car, like, down in the street, and he's just like, damn, that's crazy, and, like, goes back to his Zoom call.
1: Right? He's like, oh, wait, hey, sorry, I had to mute myself for a second. My bad, y'all. Anyway.
0: <laughs> um. So,
1: so basically, the Count is, is pussing out. He's, he's like, um, I'm, I don't want to sacrifice Teresa. And... At that moment, uh, wait a second. What the fuck is happening here? Oh, yeah, the void starts swirling. Okay, I was confused. (laughs) Oh, yes. So, um, right. So, because the count is taking so long, the god hand is like, hey, so if you don't, like, hurry up and make a decision, hell will take you, right? So, we get this amazing wide shot of basically the void they've been transported to right or rather like that's the thing i don't i don't understand exactly what's going on because right now the the castle that they're in is like in this like wormhole to everybody outside of it but to them they're in like this like nightmarish like hell like based plane of existence or some shit like that
0: yeah it's like the river sticks on steroids there's like all these ghosts there you go. like flowing around and there's all these faces. Um I really think he just wanted to see how many different faces he could draw in like three panels on some of these. Yes. But like it's a really vast space. Like you get a sh- like, the wide panel shot's amazing, because you have, like, the M.C. Escher shit going on, and then, like, this mm-hmm. almost, like, Impressionist void in the background, and it's a really nice contrast. Yeah. It's really pretty looking. Um But it's everyone is cool. so tiny compared to it, because they're above it, and you're, like, looking down at just this, like, endless expanse of, like, souls that are suffering. It's it's very good. Um But
1: super good I love this I love, I love this section also. yeah
0: I love when he like incorporates his like spirit art style into stuff because like it gets like really like watercolory or like chalky almost and like it's it's not yeah. just pens or whatever like he's using some kind of paint and it's really it's really pretty it's a really good view um guts however does not think it's pretty he's scared shitless um, yeah. yeah as one would be <laughs>
1: He's like, I had never seen no shit like that before. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. And then Femto tells us we're literally in hell. Yeah. yeah you know, he's so like, yeah, this it's, is hell. It's hell. We're looking at hell. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, yeah. no if, ands, or buts. Um, so, yeah. I really love how it's not like the standard anime background where it is just like fire or some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, you know, swirling ass souls. But right. um, a lot of what we were talking about last chapter is happening again. Like... They're talking like they're gods, basically. Um, all of the members of the God Hand. Uh, oh, they said Dark Souls. They said it. They said it. <laughs> oh my God. They said it. Like they a drop of water, breathe. you'll simply dissolve, becoming no more than another swell in an ocean of.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they fucking Please. said it. Um. So, yeah, like the whole reason this is happening is because he's taking way too long to. Uh, decide whether or not he's gonna sacrifice his daughter and um, the demons are kind of explaining to him like yeah if you get caught up with a demon that's what's gonna to happen to you so if you don't sacrifice yourself you go into that void. Um, meanwhile Puck has not healed Guts yet because he is freaking no. the fuck out since he can feel everything um, and he's probably feeling all the emotions of all the souls that are like been screaming for the past you know God knows how long.
0: Yeah. So um, we do also get yeah, um, yeah a little bit of lore here in Backstory because the um, hot lady demon is basically, like, like going to hell is the fate of people who get caught up with demon kind. And Puck's like, wait, shit, and, like, looks at Guts. And Guts is like, I don't want to think about it. Ah." (laughs) I don't want to (laughs) think about it. Don't want to look at it. (laughs) You know, like, he's not having a good time. And, like... And he can't, like,
1: move either. So he's kind of, like... Forced to watch, all yeah. Of this shit. yeah, yeah, it's... like
0: his body's yeah. broken, you know. And I'm just like, man, like, I relate to the idea of being like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to hell, and being kind of like terrified of that concept. But like, yeah. I think if I like actually saw it in front of me, I would be like, ah, oh, oh okay, no, I'm gonna turn my brain off and have a panic attack now. <laughs> and he is. Definitely in that mode.
1: So Oh my god. No, I I can fully I can fully see that because yeah, it's like he like it's almost like he's like, you know, reliving something or something like that. Or he's like, Yeah, I knew about this already, but I didn't know it was that fucking bad kind of thing. hmm Um Yeah, so that's a little bit of lore. So yeah, this is kinda like the fate that Guts it has to look forward to if he dies, right? Is literal hell. Um So, the Count's still biding his time, he's bullshitting, and we get literally several very well-drawn panels of the God Hand basically going, like, do it, pussy, do it. Sacrifice your daughter, do it. (laughs) And, um, one more great shot of the brain guy, by the way. There's a great, like, bird panel of him just, you know, vibing out with his eyes showed shut. Um,
0: uh, Count, dude. Uh, does not want to do it, but like, and like the mark, they have like the mark of sacrifice, like burning in the air, almost like a physical symbol. And it's been like creeping Mm. closer to Teresa and like backing her up to like this infinite void edge where you can see like all Mm. the way down, not all the way down. You can't even see the bottom of it. Um, And so she's, you know, literally like backed into a corner and the Count's, like, <laughs> bleeding out on the ground, like, what's left of him. Mm-hmm. And there... I really, like, thought he was going to sacrifice her, like, after oh, yeah. this one page. Because it's it's really well drawn, first of all, um, the way it's paced. Yes. But, like, he's basically like, is this how I die? Like getting carved up and to be sucked into that vortex and he's like i don't want to die and you see like teresa like reflected in his eye while he's crying Mm -hmm. and it's it's horrible looking but it's really good looking also very amazing panel honestly yeah oh god both both of them are really good and then you know we get another shot of teresa looking like very shoujo princess (laughs) moment um (laughs) <laughs>
1: princess moment yeah,
0: yeah and then um he can't do it and I was honestly shocked the first time I read this I really thought he was going to I was like yeah you I thought she was gone motherfucker I was like I I really thought he was going to this whole time because I don't trust him but I also don't like think he's I want to clarify I don't think he's a good person still like no, he still no. killed like
1: that's
0: and, like, it is almost kind of selfish in a way because it's, like, his daughter. And, like... Yes. He's like, well, at least, like, she'll live if, even if I don't live or whatever. That's kind of...
1: Yeah, it's like that shitty thing like, parents do where they're yeah. like, you're a part of me. It's like, okay,
0: Because right,
1: I thought I was an individual.
0: Right, because, like, you see the family picture, too, and you could take that as, like, oh, he's, like, remembering his family. To me, it's more of, like, a... I'll never have that again, so I might as well continue on somehow, you know, through her. Yeah. But that's a very cynical interpretation, and that may or may not be what the, uh, what Mira intended, but that's kind of how I took it.
1: Um, Right. No, because I did take it the other way. Like, you know, he was saying he didn't want to die, but then seeing her, he was like, Okay, well whatever. I guess this is my time to go. Yeah. But it could be which, that I mean, too. it's like in my head is still the bare minimum. Like right. it's, <laughs> like you had to you had to become a demon, murder your wife, murder thousands of other people, and then almost die again to be faced with the only like okay thing you ever did, right? So yeah. <laughs> So yeah, no, I could with... I could definitely see it the other way though. Of, like my my legacy, no, or whatever the fuck.
0: Well, I think, like, the way he, like, tried to preserve Teresa, too, kind of, like, colored my thinking on it, because, like, you know, he kept Uh... her in there for, like, seven years, you know, and he's like, you can't come out until, like, everything's like, pure and good enough for you, basically, you know? Cause, like, right. you're too pure for this world kind of thing, so... I guess in a way it's, like, you're too mm-hmm. pure for this death, but, like, it's still weird. Um, it's weird no yeah. matter how you slice it, and it's still, like... I mean, you had no problem killing everyone else, but I guess you didn't kill your, Literally. like... ...9-year-old daughter, so good job. Um, but... Yeah. But, yeah, um... So, <laughs> cool boss man is like, well, uh, until you go, <laughs> um, yeah, so. yeah, it,
1: this is the sickest part in this whole chapter. Yeah, it this is, so this
0: good. Um, you want to describe it?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So from that, from that hellish void that we got in the back, um, not the MC Escher part, but the big ass impressionist painting, it becomes a big ass, like, tentacle slash, um... Uh, void made out of souls and like dead people and it comes to claim the count and like it doesn't just grab him it like absorbs him into their being and as it gets closer you see like you know more body parts like more actual hands and like people grabbing and like reaching towards and like even before he gets grabbed like his body starts like getting like sucked and, like, morphed into the mass, right? It's really well done, because it doesn't just come up and, like... Like, it could have easily done something where it was, like, a fire that, like, burned him up, or, like, he come he comes and, like, gets, like, ate up by something. But as he's getting dragged into hell, because it's basically what's happening to him... Um, oh, wait, Puck says that to you. Um, oh, yeah, he's
0: like, whoa, they're <laughs> we dragging <see> him!
1: him. <laughs> he's like, they're dragging him down to hell! Um... Also, just a quick thing I noticed: the de- the curse mark in front of Teresa is also gone, which is a nice yes. little detail. Um, but as he's getting grabbed, one of the people grabbing him is uh, the old man from the chapter before. Uh, Vargas, gosh, what was his name? Vargas, Vargas, the the um, doctor man who was tortured and you know has family eaten by the count. He's one of the people who's like grabbing him, basically. So. As the Count's getting sucked into the mass, he reverts back to his um, former, like, human self, and he's naked and, like, vulnerable and all that shit. But, yeah, he gets dragged away. They're, like, morphing into him. Like, there's a mm-hmm. good panel where he's, like, yelling at Teresa, like, basically trying to say goodbye. And you can see um, Vargas and a couple of, of the other people, like, in the mass are, like, their fingers and stuff are, like, turning into veins on his body. and st- Like, they're, like, sucking him in. So, yeah, afterwards, he, like, reaches towards Teresa, he, like, tries to say bye to her one last time, but then, nope, he gets sucked the fuck into the void, never to be seen again. And, you know, Mira did a lot of cool stuff with this section, he kind of blended a lot of his different art styles that he does. The, fir- the first, like, panel we get of the mass like, coming out of the portal, he uses that blackwash style that he likes to use a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, or like ink wash style. You're the artist. You tell me when I get stuff wrong. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this this whole section is really fucking dope because I didn't expect that to happen. Right? I didn't expect literally a guy we saw one chapter before.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh hey, <laughs> like yo, what's up? You back? What's <laughs> Vargas?
1: Up? And even. And and the fucked up thing is that it's guts who recognizes him too. Like it wasn't just like, "Hey, reader, you can see it's him." It's like
0: guts is like oh. guts,
1: the guy who, yeah, he he watched him die like earlier that day. He's like, "Uh, oh, that's that's him." Uh, <laughs> fuck. And it's and it's cool because the whole time they're pulling him into hell, uh, Vargas is like kind of highlighted the whole time. Like, gotcha, bitch. Like he's so happy yes. the entire time. It's like he's like, "Fuck yeah, finally."
0: He's like, you avenged me, and now I'm going to torture the shit out of this guy. Um, I wanted to say, <laughs> the things sucking him in kind of look like uh the little dudes in Bloodborne who like pop up at the lanterns. My
1: God. Yes, the little oh my gosh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. The little yeah, uh, they have a name. I, I they do, but, it, but we yeah. always
0: call them little dudes, and so I have no idea. what they're
1: actually called it's the little dudes it's the little dudes if you ask me to remember half the real names for shit in any of the souls games that's that's not fair Um, you're just like
0: i don't i don't know (laughs) don't ask me things i don't remember
1: there's there's the big moon sword and uh fire juice that's all i know about dark souls um Uh, after after my hundreds of hours playing dark souls that's all i know uh Um, right so um, the count's gone he he got ate the fuck up um, Teresa is reaching out for him as he's leaving, which is kind of fucked up because you know, girl, he don't deserve that. Uh, yeah, don't, don't give him. I that, was like,
0: girl, no, your pity.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't. He was literally like about to sacrifice your ass, um, just like he did your mom. Yeah. So who was just having a good time, if we're being honest. Anyway, um,
0: <laughs> With like, her infidelity. your husband's out
1: all day slaughtering legions of people. He ain't got time to sling dick, and then. You invite the homies over. I don't see what the problem is. He should have expected it's, it. It's I an hope. open
0: relationship without him knowing about it. It's fine.
1: Yeah, it's poly, It's it's a what was it? A solo polyamory. <laughs> <laughs>
0: god.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm solo and polyamorous. Slash. Slash. As all of this is happening, basically the the sacrificial, like, mass is like, well, we need to take something else, too. And they start grabbing Guts and um, trying to drag him into hell, basically. And while this is happening, Guts is like, oh, shit, I'm getting dragged out. And he looks up just to see Femto not paying attention. Like, even in the slightest.
0: Mm-hmm. Which
1: is just another... After, like, reading as much of the Golden Age as I have, I'm like, wow, this is, like actually heartbreaking cause like <laughs> the guy yeah. who 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 did X, Y, and Z cause I'm not gonna spoil it for people who don't know mm-hmm. and like you have this great bond with him or whatever or had this great bond with him is just like watching you get dragged into hell and like turns his back because I don't a- even think his back was turned I think he literally he literally turns his back as Guts, Guts is getting him.
0: yeah
1: dragged away yeah he's like I don't
0: care
1: like come on man yeah. But, yeah, no. So, gosh, this chapter is long. We're only about halfway through. Yeah. Guts remembers he has his gun arm, and he shoots the mass away. They stop dragging him away. No, 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 no. Sorry, I can't fucking read. He shoots at Griffith.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, he... Because
1: he's mad that Griffith isn't paying attention to He's
0: so fucking mad. He's like, man, I will make you... Pay attention to me. I do like that about this whole like scene, like yes. with them in the alternate dimension. Is that like Griffith is like, man, I don't care about you, and Guts is like, I will make you care about me, mm-hmm. like three times, and Griffith always falls for it. <laughs> He's always like, yes. Ugh, I guess I'll pay attention to you for two seconds, you know, and it's just like, right. it's it's very good. Um, but yeah, he loads up his arm cannon. Somehow, with his broken hand. Like, please remember his hand's still, like, broken as shit. Um yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't
1: load- know how he did
0: that. I don't either. Um, adrenaline. Spite. Probably spite. <laughs> um, but he loads it up and he fires it at Griffith. And, um, or Femto. And the recoil is so strong that it, like, <laughs> shakes the demons off of him. Yeah. And... <laughs> God, Femto's just like like, medieval
1: ass, Civil War ass gun he got on his arm.
0: (laughs) God, this like entire cannon. But Femto's like looking at it and watching it approach, and like it doesn't even hit him. Like it like splatters off his energy, but he still finally like makes eye contact with Guts as he's Mm -hmm. leaving, and. Uh, I would be so mad in that moment. He looks kind of pissed, too, honestly, yeah. which means he guts got to him, which, good for you, guts. Um, yeah. Get his ass. Yeah. But, but, yeah, it's like we get a last shot of, like, the god hand, like, fucking off, and they're all kind of looking at him, like, Another right, ass shot. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Another booty shot, yeah. <gasps> god. Um. You know what it looks like? I don't know if you've seen this because you don't. Oh no. Um, do pins and stuff as much, but like a lot of tattoo artists do it too. Where like they'll have a heart and then they'll have like someone's butt cheeks on the heart and like fishnets yes. or something. That's what yes. it reminds me of.
1: It's just the easy butt. It's the easiest yeah. butt you can draw. Yeah. yeah. I know. it's, it's so funny. Um, it's
0: literally what it makes. He me had a lot of, of every fun. Time I see it.
1: He, he, he definitely had a lot of fun drawing all of them, um, mm-hmm. because I just love when they're all on in a panel. It's just like... It's just good. It, it just looks like he took the most time to put them in their specific places and put all that detail in there, because they're usually... Like, even these past several panels with the big mass coming out and grabbing the people and dragging them into hell... Um, like, if they're not there, he doesn't really like put them in the panel because right. I don't know. It's kind of cool to see that he's like, oh, if I'm gonna do this cool like rap rap album cover of the God Hand every time, <laughs> I need to make it impactful. Right. But um, it's a good yeah. Use that of last space. lance is really a lot. Yeah. Great yeah. Use of space by Mira. Yeah. No, right.
0: I that last panel of guts looking too is like it's also very good because mm-hmm. I don't know. When he looks pissed, it's always very good. There's always a lot of really yes. good dynamic stuff with it. But, um, so there's a flash and then the vortex over the city dissipates, um, because the dimension is gone and all the townspeople yeah. are like, huh? okay, um. <laughs> yeah.
1: They've all just been kind of watching from the streets and saw nothing that happened. So they're like, uh... All right, cool. they like, um, that was
0: weird. Uh, they all land, like, back in the real world, and Guts is like, man, what am I doing here? Like, he's, like, not <laughs> mentally, like, readjusting very well at this moment. Um, yeah. And Teresa's here, and there's, like, this shot... That first panel's really good, because it looks like she's almost at, like... Because it's the throne room, right? So it looks almost like right. an altar that she's at. And then, like, at the top is, like, her dad's, like, desiccated human corpse. Um yeah. And she's crying, which I, I would also cry. Um That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It looks, the, the it panel... looks good, put it's yeah. hard.
1: The, yeah, the panel of... Yeah, because... Basically, every damn all the damage that happened to his monster part got translated to his body, and it's Mm -hmm. really like graphic. But yeah, I I like this panel a lot, but it's also very dark because little girl seeing her dead dad, but
0: yeah, with his like guts coming out,
1: yeah, his ribs showing, guts coming out, yeah, it's it's pretty graphic. Um, yeah, and they're yeah, they're back in the throne room where this all started. And, you know, Puck tries to go check on her. And she's like, get the actual fuck away from me. Everything is a lie. This whole place is a lie. Um, Which I think is the appropriate reaction to learning the truth behind your mother's death and seeing demons in hell for the first time.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And I think it all kind of hits her at once, too. Because she's, like, after that, like, adrenaline burst and that, like, fight or flight Mm -hmm. stuff. And now she's back and it's just, like... Mm -hmm. everything and she's a kid and she didn't ask for any of this she shouldn't have been involved to begin with
1: (sighs) yeah yeah she literally did not deserve any of this shit and you know she's saying that she'd rather go back to her room she wants to be dead like none of this is really worth it anymore and then Guts comes over and you know being the guy who he is now that he has you know 10% of his life back
0: He's really He's comforting. using his sword
1: as a crutch. Just handles it really well. Because he, he tosses a knife next to her and he goes, Hey, just fucking do it. Kill yourself. Which, you know, probably my least favorite Guts moment so far. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's done a lot of fucked up shit so far. But I think when he did this, I was reading this and I was like, Man, fuck you. Like, did yeah. you, like was that really... Like, like, I get it. You saw your ex and he had a lot of like smoke for you and, you know, threw you against the wall and then didn't look at you. But you don't have to tell a little girl to kill herself. So, you know, Puck is the only one who does the right thing and smacks the shit out of him within his, you know, power.
0: Yeah, he can't do much. He like
1: smacks him on the cheekbone and like, hurts his hand.
0: It's like throbbing and he's like, I can't believe you would say that. Don't you understand what she's been through? And then he's like, okay. Well, if it was that hard then why not just die? Why not give up? And she like thinks about it for a second because he's like, I mean, it's Mm -hmm. really easy. You could just do it and you'll probably go to heaven. And maybe you could go to hell and see your mom and dad. And like, he's just being very matter of fact about it. He's like, go ahead, you right. know? And,
1: and yeah.
0: I have mixed feelings about this part, because the first time I read it, I was, you know, like, any sane person was just like, man, what the fuck, dude, like, she mm-hmm. just went through so much, but like, it kind of, like, shocks her out of her self-pity, um, mm-hmm. as well, and like, I think like because you know Puck's like do you like understand what she's been through and the thing is like he does understand as we will learn later yeah. on like he knows exactly what she's going through and I think this is a really good scene with a lot of parallels and a lot of like symbolism in it <laughs> um, but yes, yes, they're definitely like you know mirroring each other and like I feel like this is something he would have said to like past him, you know, and possibly something he did even say to himself when he was oh, yeah. going through stuff. Right.
1: Um, Fully agree.
0: Yeah. Not, not like entirely related to this, but like also, I feel like if someone genuinely does want to die, that's their choice. Um, mm-hmm. And like, you shouldn't goad someone into killing themselves obviously don't do right that. right we're, we're not penis. doing don't the do thing that. where the
1: girl like the girl like texted her boyfriend for like you know x amount yeah. of time it was like here's how yeah. like, you can kill yourself we're not yeah that's not no same, it's not like but... that it's
0: but if someone's <laughs> yeah. like i can't go on i need to do this like i think as much as like it hurts to not do anything sometimes like you need to respect that that's what they want to do with their life and their body. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really hard, but I think, you know, like, kind of in a way he was almost respecting her wishes more than Puck was <laughs> in that moment. Um, Sorry about trying
1: to laugh, it's just kind of funny. <laughs> no,
0: I mean, it's it, it, I mean, the
1: context.
0: No, yeah, it's... <laughs> You could say that, arguably, but, like, he's he's still being an asshole. He's goading her, and there's a... I feel like there's a reason for that, but we'll talk about that in, yeah. like, a couple of pages. Um, But, no, the first time I read this, I, like, had to, like, put my phone down, and I was just like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> Why, you- Why did you do that? I think I've read this section, like, four times now, because... I liked it so much. Um, But, (laughs) yeah, there's just... There's a lot. And, like, she actually, like, considers killing herself for a moment. But then, like, the edge, like... She's on the edge of, like, the floor that's broken. And it starts to break out from under her. Um, And, obviously, that snaps her out of it entirely. And she drops a knife. And then we get... Well, I think is one of the most symbolic (laughs) scenes that we've had in this entire, like, story so far. And I'll explain why. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, uh, so, she's falling, and Guts, like, looks like he's not going to do anything at first, but then he holds out his sword, and she grabs onto the edge of it, and so he's holding her up and, like, making an effort to save her, but it's cutting into her hands, and, like, she's bleeding all over herself and stuff and is getting hurt. And the reason that I think this is very symbolic is it's an example of how they both have to struggle constantly. and It's an example of, like, how she has to, in this moment, choose to fight to live, and how he hurts everyone that he helps, even if he is trying to help them, right. in a sense. And I just think it's really good. <laughs> um, and I don't know if Mira intended all that or he was just like, oh, I'm going to have her like grab the edge of the blade and it's going to look cool and she's going to bleed on her arms. But like, that's how I feel it can be interpreted.
1: No, I th- I think that that that's exactly what I got out of it, too. I mean, especially because the whole him talking to himself thing. I mean, it's just another thing where it's like guts not, you know. Talking all the shit that he talks about that he's about, right? I mean, or doing all the shit he talks about. Because, you know, when he's talking to Harry, like you said, he's talking to himself, kind of like the past himself, which we'll get into in Golden Age. But yeah. (laughs) He just got confronted with his own mortality, right? Like he almost Mm -hmm. got dragged down to hell. He saw his rival again and couldn't, literally, could not do anything about it. And, you know, I feel like his thing is like, well, you got it better than me, so you'll probably be better than me if you're dead, right? Which isn't what he says explicitly. Mm-hmm. He's like, kid, this shit sucks. If you want to out, yeah. you should get out like right now, which is dark as fuck, but I-, I hate it because like, there's the panel where he's like, it's your life, do what you want, and I feel like that's where we kind of get that he's like very genuine. Like He's like, dude, this shit sucks, which, yeah. once again, is not like... Admirable, or like you know, <laughs> the hero thing, no, but you know, considering what we've seen from him, I definitely think that that's yeah, he's kind of like, Hey kid, listen, if you want to do it, it can't be worse than any of the shit you just saw, like,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> he's like, Hey, listen, um, go ahead, but but then right afterwards, he saves her with his sword, right? And right. it's okay. it's so messed up because now, after you mentioned that he's hurting her. You can tell he's kind of like struggling to figure out what to do, right? Because, well, first of all, we're seeing the sword is sharp, which surprise, surprise. <laughs> I didn't think it was really that Selectively sharp at all. Sharp, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks, thanks, Mira. Yeah, it's sharp when it wants to be. Otherwise, it's just bashing through people's uh, uh of your sh- Sword. But yeah, I I really like yeah. this part because yeah, short... <laughs> sword. Because afterwards, like, after, you know, he swings her back on there and, you know, she's fine because he, like, tosses her back onto the platform, right? That they're standing on. And you can tell he kind of drops the tough guy shit he was doing a second ago where he's like, it's your life. Do what you want with it. Like, kill yourself if you want to. Like, do whatever. Like, being the woke king that we know him mm-hmm. to be. Your body, your choice. <laughs> yes. Um He I'm is kind of like... <laughs> Feminist icon guts. He will tell you to kill yourself. <laughs> oh, he no. he's kind of <laughs> he he's kind of like looking at his own hands and he's like shaking, right? Yeah. And I I feel like after, even after everything else that happened, it was like this is like the camel that broke the straws back kind of moment. And as the that's straw that happening, broke the camel's you
0: know, back or.
1: Yeah, the straw that book that broke the camel's back. All the cliches you're <laughs> yes. gonna get in this podcast. Yeah. Uh
0: I liked your version. Better, Teresa kinda but... turns
1: around and is like <laughs> The camel that broke the straw's back. Yeah. Uh, uh Teresa is is very upset and yeah. she's like, Hey, listen, this shit was your fault. This is all because of you. Which, you know it, it's so funny because we'll see it in the last panel, but he kinda goes back to his tough guy thing guts. He's like Hey, look! From those eyes, it looks like you don't plan to die anytime soon. That's fine by me. He like you know pulls his cape off of the <laughs> off of the priest. He uses bait earlier. Oh um, god! I
0: didn't even realize gets that. Together. I forgot.
1: Yeah, yeah. He like puts he like puts his foot on his face to like rip it from because he's under a column, right? Yeah. So, oh my god. He has to I like did... use his his head as leverage.
0: <laughs> I did not even. Realize and he grabs that was the behelot, too. Mind. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. He he make which. Funny enough, by the way, um, whenever they left the Void, this is just a small detail, I-, I thought that this was funny, but basically anything that wasn't coming with them got spit back out, so like Guts' sword and the behelit got spit out um, separately, so that's just another thing. The behelit doesn't go away after you use it, which I thought was
0: interesting,
1: because yeah, I it's... definitely thought it would just go with them or something.
0: Right, it's, it doesn't like hatch or anything really, it's just like a weird entity that can't be killed yeah. unfortunately. I don't I think they talk about it in Golden Age, but I don't think it can be broken. Um okay. I think it's just like one of those things. I may be wrong and there may be a super fan listening to this. And if you are, I am so sorry. <laughs> but also um
1: yeah, just shoot us an email, it's fine. It's in the description. <laughs> let
0: us let us know if you uh know otherwise and I will be happy to eat crow and correct myself. But um Right. But yeah, Teresa, as he's walking away, she's like, I'm going to fucking kill you someday. Mm-hmm. And Puck's like... You're the like, devil! Puck's like, oh my god, why did you say Teresa. that? And and he then... literally
1: makes the shocked Pokemon face. He's like, what? <laughs> yeah, <the> shocked Pikachu. <laughs> Pikachu. He's like, what?
0: Ah, and Guts is like, okay, I'm ready when you are. And then he, like, leaves. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then... Um, he's crying. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He managed to, like, he managed to make his little tough guy face as he got up for the last time, right? Like, and it's not even, like, a tough guy face. It's kind of like him just, like, just, like, blank faced, right? And he's like, yeah, that's cool. You can kill me. Whatever. And this is just more of Guts', like, self-hatred stuff coming out. Because I feel like from the outside looking in, it's, like, him being cocky or, like, Oh, yeah, come kill me. You'll do it. Whatever. Yeah, like, come after me when you're ready, kid. But in the back of his head, he's like, man, this shit. This fucking sucks. <laughs> he's like, I just helped yeah, this little girl. If, it, if anything, I made her life worse. Like, it, like, and it, and it sucks, because he really was, like, trying... In his head, he's doing, like, a mission that he is hell-bent on doing, and it's, like, a, a quote-unquote good thing to him, right? But even right. when he is trying to, like... Help people it hurts them like he just stopped Her her father from Killing thousands of other people Stopped him from sacrificing her Technically he did and You know still He ended up leaving her without a home Without the family with a grudge mm-hmm. With trauma and Shit right and it's just like One last time You can tell he can't take it and he's crying Like wiping the tears from his face and trying to walk yeah. Out of here with his broken ass legs
0: and yeah, and Puck's like, it, oh, and then...
1: It's just
0: a good then, moment, because it was... Yeah. No, continue. <laughs> yeah, it Puck flies around, he's like, are you crying? Oh. And then he, like, whooshes his cape over his face so as he leaves. He's like, don't fucking look at me. Don't look at me. It's <laughs> like, uh, yeah. it's It's very good. And I wanted to say about, like, the last part where... He's like cocky about it and stuff and like encouraging it. I honestly think that whole part and like him being like I like I guess you've decided to live and stuff or like you don't plan on dying mm-hmm. anytime soon. I think he gave her like the motivation to live the only way he knows how to, which isn't through a pep yes. talk. It's through spite and making you angry because that's how Absolutely. he survives. And so, yes. you know, it's kind of continuing that trauma cycle in a way, but it's also like he literally doesn't know any other way to help her. Like, that is yeah. the only way he, he can knows. communicate with her.
1: And and we will definitely see that in Golden Age, because one of his first, well, his his only father figure, really, uh, Guts, oh, yeah. that's kind of how Jesus. he raised him. Was Yeah. You know, um, we'll talk about Gambino later, but... His whole thing was survival, you know? Like, when they first picked him up, he was beating the shit out of him with swords and was, you know, not treating him like a child, but was treating him like a grown-ass man. So, this is kind of Guts' version of being like, well, this is how people treated me and was like, sure, come after me if you can. Like, whatever. Like, it's fine. Like, if you're strong enough, you'll make it. Because that's Mm -hmm. how, like I said, once we get into Golden Ages right after this chapter and next episode, that's how he had to do everything, right? And for better or worse, that's the only way he knows how to do that shit. So it's still good to get that emotion from him at the end of like, ah, it, like, I did it again. It's kind of like the face he's making. Because, you know, we've seen before, you know, whether it was the girl that got killed and then killed, that, you know, was killed and then killed her father from the caravan, or, you know, just anything that's happened before that... Guts keeps alluding to, but won't be specific about. It's just like, you know, this is another thing that happened, and we get to see him actually deal with it rather than just, you know, going, oh well, you weak loser, haha, I'm Guts, I'm better than you, and then just moving on. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked this section.
0: Yeah, it's it's a really good section, and this is what I was talking about a couple of episodes ago, I think, when I was talking about how I really, really like Teresa and, like, her arc a lot, because I think it, like, Gives her a lot of agency in a way that we haven't really seen Mira give women agency or girls agency so far. And like, Mm -hmm. she, you know, like, it is still kind of centered around guts, but like, it, she has to make it her own in the end. You know, she has to decide she wants to live for herself to do something that she wants to do and has to decide if that's worth it to her or not. And like, I just think that like, Going from, like, who we met at the beginning, which was this very, like, afraid girl who um, kind of, like, was numb to a lot of things because she had been stuck in a room forever. And then she finally gets out and all that shit happened to her. And now she's, like, full of passion in a way she's never been passionate before. And, like, I think that's... (laughs) I think it's a really good arc. And I think, like she's i don't I don't know if we ever see her again, um I don't think so yeah but, I, n- I
1: didn't know or not, yeah, I was about to uh, ask that if she ever comes back up again, yeah,
0: I have no idea, but like I really like her story, even though she's been through so much shit, you know, but like she's still like you know, like the whole thing was like she's a kid, and she had to grow up real fast in the span of like an hour, you know, and like yeah. Had to deal with all this stuff and decide whether she wanted to live or not, and she just like grabbed it like with her teeth and is holding on to it mm. now. And I'm like, that's really good. <laughs> it's really good it's... that you, you're allowing like her to be angry and upset and kind of ugly yes. about it to the point where even Puck's like, "Oh Jesus, you know." But like, I think it's, I think it's very good.
1: Yeah, it's it's almost like an abbreviated. Version of Guts's like origin story, right? Yeah. Like it, not quite like you know, beat by beat, but just the the like you know trajectory of it. Of you know, she went from quite really kind of unknown. I mean, it's kind of like the symbol the symbolization with you know the crack castle being destroyed and the sky being open and everything. Mm-hmm. But she was kind of sheltered and then exposed to all of this terrible shit. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of going on around her, and meanwhile, you know, we'll see. Guts's introduction was literally three seconds after he was born. So, yeah, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: There's... yeah. Um, there's Teresa's a lot. Arc is
1: great, and I, and I think,
0: great.
1: yeah, it, and I feel like it reinforces even more that this is like definitely something you're supposed to read before Golden Age. Yes, because it kind of sets up. Like, why the hell would he feel like this? Like, why would his feelings toward this girl suddenly cause him to cry, even though he saw, one, a man that he watched die that he could have saved from execution, and several other people die within the past few days, right? And it's like, right. that that hits a little better when you do get this backstory out of it before right. you do, you know, get into Guts' day one. Right. But, uh, yeah, no, no. But that that is the end of chapter eight.
0: That is so the far, end. But, um, by of the, the way, Heretic Art. Along,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, it. Yeah, a lot happened, but it's also it's not as long of a chapter as some of the other ones were because there's not like. Like I feel like the things that happen are a lot broader and kind of easier to talk about in a way because there's not a lot of tiny details. It's like these very like I'd say like three very big things happen in it, and yeah. then, um it's just kind of like focusing on each one of those things. So it, it's definitely, right. I think we've only been recording like an hour and 40 minutes or something too. So we're doing pretty good compared to our usual, but um right. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I really love the ending to this. Um And when I was reading it, like as we were going through, I was like, man, like, I don't know if I'm like, ready (laughs) for everything just because like it's rough um but then like getting to this and like having those very like human moments and very good parallels and like a lot of really good like imagery in it like i'm like okay i i understand why people like this so much and like i think right that's uh, as chaval said i think that's another reason why you should read this before you read golden age When we start Golden Age 2, I'm probably going (laughs) to shame people into listening to this or reading the other part first in case they try to skip because you shouldn't skip it. It's really good. Don't do it. It adds a lot to it.
1: And like, let alone the story stuff, like you get to see the art progress, like the art at the end of this, like I'm just kind of scrolling through the art at the very end of this chapter compared to like the very first chapter we're shown is like ridiculous, right? Yeah. And... You don't get as much of that progress with Golden Age, especially because Golden Age, after that first introductory chat, like introductory section, like the chapters get shorter, right? Because
0: yeah.
1: it was on a more weekly basis or like monthly basis or something. So like the work is a lot tighter, but you don't see that progress happen as quickly, right? So right. I don't know. I feel like it's just way worth it to not jump directly to Golden Age. But um I don't know, because we, we, we got a few different important things out of this. We we actually got introduced to Griffith and what he actually looks like. We understand that, you know, the behalit is a key, but it doesn't go away. We understand how the mark works, all that stuff like that, right? And we got to see Hell, which is cool. Um, yes. And really fucking scary. And if I'm being honest, this is, like, the best art we've seen so far, just chapter-wise. Because we get everything from, you know the Dark Souls-like castles to these weird hellscapes and stuff. And, I mean, the more I read this, the more I realize, like, I really do just love the art a lot. But the character development and a lot of the ways that he... A lot of the ways that he kind of plays with how this stuff works is just interesting. Because he could have taken the edgy route, and then when he hands the girl the knife, she kills herself, right? Which, that would have ruined it for me. I would have been like, that's nasty. Mm -hmm. Why would I ever root for this guy, right? But when you think about what his intentions are, like, not like once again, we don't support what he did. But, like, when you think about, like, how it's built up to see who the character is, how his bootstraps shitty mentality came to be and what his kind of point was, it mm-hmm. works a lot better, you know? Right. And, yeah, yeah, really, really digging the heretic arc and also dreading um, <laughs> getting deep into the golden uh. age. Yeah. Um, there, there, and you guys will see there. There was this very specific reason we did not, um, start the golden age, uh, today. Yes. and our content warnings for the next episode will tell you. Um,
0: there will be a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, but we're yeah, we will never put you guys in a situation where there's something that's completely unexpected. If it's like a really con- heavy content material, we will not do that to you guys. Yeah, that would be really like. <laughs> Uh, hypocritical of us, first of all, but also, yeah, I hate when that happens to me when people are like, Oh, yeah, this like work is really good and you should like read it. And I read it, and then there's like, Oh, god, uh, what there was something I had was doing recently. Oh, no, a good example. Okay, like I really love my mob psycho 100, but in the first like three mm-hmm. episodes, there's a lot of trans misogyny and like, right no one talks about that ever and like the first season has like a couple of instances of it with like quote-unquote cross-dressing and stuff and like there's a character who's like uh, like a man who looks like a woman or whatever you know like it's oh, a kind of thing yeah and like no one ever talks about that and so some people get into it and they're like wow Huh. What the fuck was that that about? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and that honestly made me stop watching it for, like, God, I want to say, like, a year and a half. And then I finally was like, okay, let's just skip those episodes and watch the rest. And it's very good. But you also have to keep in mind it's, like, made by the same guy who in, like, One Punch Man, um his his canonically gay character is like in prison and it's implied yes. that he rapes people and shit like that so
1: yeah or um yeah. What, what's another fucked up character that they do that with like uh... oh yeah the clown dude from hunter hunter who was almost <sighs> like a great character the and pedophile. then he's like a pedophile <laughs> Yeah. so yeah like i hated it oh my god when i was watching that cuz i i finished hunter hunter at some point Mm-hmm. And I just still remember when I got to that part and I was like 18 or 19 watching it. And I was like, why did nobody talk? Like I was watching yeah. it and then it got to his weird pedophilia stuff. And I was like, literally nobody mentioned this to me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, why is this not ever a topic of discussion? Which is the reason we have this podcast, right? Like there are yes. things that like, I feel like people are like, kind of pass over stuff in media because they're like, oh, well, it's just this one thing. Or it's like, that doesn't directly affect me. And it's like, well, that shouldn't be the point, right? Like we should right. be calling out when things are used as odd plot points or characters are, you know, stereotyped and weird for yes. literally unnecessary reasons. So that's the thing. It's not necessary to his character like as far as the pedophile thing cuz he has way cooler backstory stuff and then that's like his one weird thing. And then it's like why is that there though? Like
0: Yeah, why, <laughs> why did, did you ruin have this? That, that, there was no reason for it. Yeah, uh, yeah, because I remember literally, no reason. <laughs> In college, because I think I was friends with you when you were watching it, because you yeah. turned eighteen our freshman year, right?
1: Yeah, I turned eighteen our freshman year. I started watching it like right before I left Commerce. So yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I I remember. I think I was over and you were talking about it or something like that. But yeah, um, yeah, I remember before that even like I saw people talking about Husoka and I was like. Oh, cool! He's so clown, that's his
1: name. Yeah. Like
0: androgynous clown man. Um, I'm gay. I he like this ass. content. Yeah. yeah, you know. And then like I found out that he's a fucking pedophile, and I was like, man, what the? F-? <laughs> you know, like you make like yeah. a character that's very gay coded like a pedophile. Don't. Yes,
1: that, that's and that's the problem. <laughs> like, just make him gay. That would have been cool. Like, yeah, that'd be <laughs> that would have been nice. But...
0: just make a gay. But, like, the thing to me, too, is, like, people uh, are really gross about Hisoka because they either ignore it straight up, or, like, they make jokes about his pedophilia. And I've seen that several times now and had to, like, block accounts because it's not funny. (laughs) Like, you're not being funny when you do that. But... I've seen it several different times now, and I feel like it's, like, happening more again as, like, people are... Because I feel like there's, like, a new wave of anime people that comes in, like, every season or so, and then, like, Hunter X Hunter comes back into fashion every now and then because it's, like, you know, it's one of the greats. It's a really... Uh, It's... It's a really well-done anime for the most part. It's
1: on the cusp of greatness. It's so close. It's so close. (laughs) so many problems that keep it there, that keep Uh, it in there, but... Yeah. um, I don't know.
0: I mean, it's, like, how... No one talks about how, like, Sailor Moon, the age gap, is really weird in it. Um, Oh, it's weird as fuck. And then um, in Cardcaptor Sakura, her dad, like, was her mom's, like, high school teacher or something. And then they got married. Um, And that's weird. And then also uh, the girl who was, like, in love with her as her cousin. Um, And that's weird. And (laughs) there's, 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 God, Magical Girl anime. um, Has a lot lot. of problems. And, like, you know, like, I love Madoka a lot. (laughs) Yeah, it's just...
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's always fun looking back at stuff (laughs) like that and being like, well, they almost got that Right? And that actually was a little terrible. Yeah. It was and, not
0: what I, I wanted. Know. Well, I it was know. like, I was watching Orton High School Host Club with Sasha again, and there were so many bits where I was like, oh, that's dated. Ooh. Ooh. ooh and yeah, then, like, I saw, that show, man. I saw a post um, before the one that I retweeted recently. Um, this was, like, oh, yeah. several months ago, where people were like, yeah, there's, like, a whole, like, Nazi scene in it. And I was like... Man, what? And then I like thought back, and I was like, "Oh my god!"
1: Oh yeah, it's easy to remember. There is. It's it's, yeah, yeah. It's there's so much Nazi shit in in anime, and like, like, like. Okay, there's like the easy ones, right? Like, it's if you think hard enough about, like, Red Ribbon Army from Dragon Ball, right? Like, yeah, that's the fucking Nazis. Like, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's so weird. It's so weird how much of it is there. Well, it's not weird. If you look at it, you know, mm-hmm. you can trace it back in the right places. But, uh, yeah. yeah. No, but I saw that thread you reposted the other day about all the Nazi stuff and anime.
0: Yeah, it's, it's really good. I need to go through some of the resources that they link still because, like, there was some stuff that didn't even click with me when I was, like, watching those anime or, like, when I saw people talking about it and they were like, this is Nazi symbolism, and I was like, oh shit, it definitely is. That's fucking crazy, you know? And, like, (laughs) I had forgotten how big it was in, like, the cosplay and, like, visual K communities and stuff, like, especially, like, early 2000s. And, um, you know, like, a lot of that stuff, like, I didn't listen to a lot of it at the time, but a lot of that stuff was kind of formative for me style-wise. Not the Nazi aspects necessarily, but like, you know, that kind of like alt-fashion subculture stuff. Um And you just have to be really intentional whenever you watch anything, I think. And yeah. like we were talking about earlier, there's always going to be bits of propaganda and things. Like, people think... I overreact about Attack on Titan all the time, but like its writer is literally an
1: imperialist. Like, yeah, he named several characters after like what, like Nazi like generals or like military yeah. equipment and shit. Like, it's like I, I I remember being turned off of Attack on Titan when I learned that like a long time ago. Yeah, no, that. forever like, ago. Oh, well, yeah, and I was like, well, I'm not really into it. like. It was kind of funny because I was trailing off of it anyway because I was like, this is boring. And then Well, people made you watch like, the beginning oh, of it like six ago. times. Jesus fucking Christ. That was, that was basically goddamn waterboarding. The beginning of that anime <laughs> is the slowest burning goddamn thing in the world. And nobody can argue with me otherwise because I have never seen an anime take 18 fucking episodes... To finish the first arc and to get started. And I've watched JoJo's Bizarre Adventure every single part. <laughs> so yeah.
0: That's another thing with Nazi <laughs> Which also has
1: is. Nazi shit in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> another um, Nazi thing in it. Um yeah. There's I'm I'm looking through this thread again, and, like, that's the thing. There are, like, voice actors who are Nazis. Yeah. There are, like, there's a lot of Nazi cosplay stuff that happens.
0: Yeah. And, like, I hate it
1: because there are also the dumb comments of people being, like, oh, well, this Japanese people, as if people don't cosplay Nazis in America and, you know, other yeah. fucking countries and shit. And but the thing... Yeah, yeah sorry, continue. You know. No, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. That was, that was the end of what I was saying.
0: Okay. No, the thing I just think is, like... Like, I think with Japan, like, people forget a lot of the time that is is like, in their history, you know? Like, they were a part of, like, the Axis powers at one point, and there was a lot that happened. And there are still people who hold to those values. And I think that people like to forget that a lot. It's kind of like how people, Mm -hmm. like, forget that there's, like, Italian fascists as well. Um, But, like, it's just... It's very interesting to me what people, like, pick and choose. And this is something that, like, I have had to kind of come to terms with as someone who is both Japanese and Italian. Um, Like, there are parts of, like, you know, my heritage and history that, like, are not good. And there are things that people are not proud of. But I also lived in Germany for a while, and, like, there's I saw how, like, diligent a lot of people are about like pushing back about that and making sure like it right. doesn't happen again if possible and like being so firm about right. it and seeing people and listening to like my elders there who like talked about being on the other side of the Berlin Wall and escaping or like the guy who lived above us who wouldn't accept like Christmas cookies or anything because he thought they might be poisoned and like yeah it just like things yeah. like that you know like It still has effects to this day, and I think people—it's—it's far enough removed in a way that people are like, oh, well, like it doesn't like affect us anymore. But it does. It affects like everything every day, and I think stuff we've seen in the past couple years in the states only like lends itself to that. And you just have to be really intentional about what you're consuming and why. Like I, one of my first animes was Axis Powers Hetalia. Like I'm not. Yeah proud of that oh
1: yeah a lot a lot of people watched all that. that was that was a show that was very popular that's not yeah. like
0: <laughs> and in my head yeah. i was like oh it's just like the countries or whatever you know like whatever excuse that everyone who watches that show makes but like it didn't shockingly it didn't like click for me until yeah. like several years later and i've talked about this with my girlfriend a lot about how like when you are like nose deep and like internet culture stuff and everyone else around you is doing things you are you kind of make concessions and you maybe you have like a bad feeling about it but you're like well these people I really respect are into it you know like these artists who I admire are into it these people who I look up to are into it and they don't see a problem with it and like yeah that's why it happens with
1: so many things
0: it does and that's probably the reason I'm so vocal about like uh, adults <laughs> drawing fucking high schoolers from anime and stuff, like, don't do it. Don't I, do that, like, yeah. Unless you are creating, like, generic or, like, rated G, like, fan art for, like, a convention, don't do it. I don't think you should do yeah,
1: that. Because it's not even like, oh, don't make fan art or don't ever watch no. this stuff. It's like, no. people always do shit. Like, um, a very specific example, draw Spider-Man fucking Deadpool and get fired for their jobs. Uh, so, I mean, it's, yeah. it's very... It's it's one of those things where it's easy to do, but then, you know, like... You know, the argument to this would be like, well, these anime already got popular, even with all the Nazi imagery. Well, that's the right. thing. If there were people, like, you know... Like, actively, like, looking for these things and being like, ah, we don't like that. We shouldn't let that get as big. We we won't get stuff like that as much, right? We won't get right. as much stuff that's, like, straight-up Nazi, like, based stuff. And all of us are reading it like, what? That's crazy. And then five years later, Americans are like, wait, what do you mean the Attack on Titan's racist? Like, it's uh, it's one yeah. of those things where it's, like, it it's about, like, paying attention to the media you consume. And then if you do find a problem with it. Like call it out, and I know it's harder for teenagers and people in their early early twenties on the internet, right? Because it's easy. Like I wouldn't, I would hate to say that when I was twenty one I was impressionable, but guess what? I was fucking super impressionable. Oh yeah, stuff I saw on the internet. And you know, people like that like to lie to themselves and act like that goes away after they turn like eighteen or nineteen or something. Right. You know, it's it's really like just important to see that stuff, and then, if you like see that, oh, this entire group of people is not talking about this, you should you should bring it up, you know, or like at least recognize that maybe I don't want to consume this or if this does bother me mm-hmm. and stuff like that because I-, I feel like it's so much easier to just, you know dive into something, say, oh, that small thing was problematic and then not, you know, yeah, not really look look afterwards because it's so much easier to just say, well, I have friends from this thing, so What do you want me to do about it?
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, like, I, in the past, have definitely done that kind of thing myself, you know? I'm like, well, this is my friend, and, like, I am uncomfortable with this about them, but, like, they're my friend. And then having to come to terms with the fact that, like, it doesn't matter if they're your friend. They are doing something shitty that is hurting people, and you know, is harmful and is, like, creating a bad culture online. And, like, I think there's a lot of talk right now about, like, purity culture. I I hate hate talking about this outside of certain contexts. But there's, you know, there's, like, a big push where it's like, well... Like, you should be able to ship and draw and do whatever you want and write whatever porn you want and stuff. But, like, the fact of the matter is there are some things you shouldn't write and there are some things you shouldn't indulge in. And that's just basic is what it is, kind of, you know? And, like, I think it gets hard when, like, I think we talked about this, like, several episodes ago briefly if not ignore this Um, I don't know if I got cut or not or it was just a (laughs) conversation we had but like um, talking about like around uh, pride month when people were like oh well you can't like like wear your leather gear at Pride, and you can't like like yeah. lesbian floats where they're kissing on a bed. That was like violating people, and like I yeah. do think that stuff does wrap around to Christian purity culture. I think that's a yes. good example of it. I
1: I think that that is spot on, and a lot of people don't want to think about it that hard.
0: Right? <laughs> they're like, I'm not Christian. But, yeah, and
1: it's like, exactly.
0: Okay. <laughs> But you drawing underage porn is not purity culture calling you out. It's you doing yeah. a shitty thing that's <laughs> illegal that you should not be doing. Yeah, that's,
1: that's and you can actually get the fuck nasty. out
0: of here with that shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's actually nasty. We're not talking like, and that's the thing, like the purity culture thing. I hate it because it's it's almost as bad as like like you know me. There's one fucking term that I wish never got popularized and people keep using it. And it's the worst thing to get popularized and over beaten to the ground since me too is the cancel culture thing. Right. Yes. And people over abuse the term. They use it to just make it mean whatever they want. It's just this terrible term. I, I hate even seeing it. And I feel like the purity thing is that kind of thing too. Cause you yes. get people who are like, you know, straight people who are, you know, I'm going to refer to people vaguely, but people who are too online will know who I'm talking about. Um, you know, like, leftist streamers who, you know, are for black and gay people except for if you're trying to, you know, kiss somebody at Pride or, yeah. you know. I think there was even some fucking... Like, there's always just this weird thing coming out where people are kind of exposing that they don't actually like gay people or, you know, any yeah. brown person. And, you know, it's under this guise of, like, I'm un- it makes me uncomfortable. And it, that's not, like, I'm going to question why it makes me uncomfortable. It's just, you know it makes me uncomfortable. So right. it's wrong and you guys can't do it because it makes me uncomfortable. And it, like you said, it's just circling back to, you know, it, it's the Christian Puritanism, but now a lot of people are like, well, I'm not Christian. So you can't say that. And it's like, but look where you grew up. Like,
0: exactly. <laughs> like exactly." We've had this conversation, like, but yes. <laughs> yeah it's uh, yeah we had this
1: conversation off off air but yeah
0: yeah the this specific part of it like everyone is affected by um christian uh american christianity specifically if you live in america you have been affected by it in some way and like especially if you've lived here over a long period of time it's probably gotten in your head at some point i come from a very like fundamentalist evangelical background and i have had a lot of unlearning, and I still am working on it, you know? Like, I am not perfect yeah. all the time about everything, and I still catch myself yeah. thinking really shitty things sometimes, and then I'm like, that's not that's not something I actually value, you know? And then you have to exactly. just sit with yourself. And it's uncomfortable as hell. Like, I don't like admitting that, like, my family, you know, like, was doing missions overseas and had kind of a superiority over the people there, like we knew better, Mm -hmm. but it, you know, that's what it was and that's what it always is. And that's something I had to come to terms with. And that's just the way it is, you know, but it's just, it's just kind of in insane to me how some people, get so uncomfortable that they won't even look at themselves for the sake of other people or even for the sake of this themselves you know like you just exactly you can't grow if you are constantly avoiding examining what you do you know
1: right right it's about you know I, I feel like and that's a lot of what i feel like is that's why we have a lot of conflict about people just not listening to other people is it's like
0: mm-hmm.
1: well maybe it's not about how you feel right now you know like because if that's the case, then we're just gonna start giving people a pass for being fucking homophobic again. So uh, I <laughs> we, feel like, like we already do. I, I, it's like, oh, we already do. We we definitely do. We get we let people get away with you know saying slurs on, on TV and it's fine. Like it's it's like it's just one of those things where it's like, like I want to like come out and like tell people like, hey, maybe you should you know, not try to quote unquote you know shut down everything that you think isn't. I mean, a lot of people don't want to admit it, but they're going for the quote unquote like nuclear family values and all that bullshit. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know what's up with all these adults who don't have children talking about that we need to care about the children. That is the weirdest thing in the world to me. Um, Not because they don't have children, but it's because, like, they use children as an example and it's like, but you're not raising one and we're talking about you. (laughs) So so why are we bringing kids into this?
0: Because it, it just,
1: seems like it. Yeah, like, are you the child? Yeah, a, a kid doesn't need me to explain what a leather man is. Okay, do you not know? Like, is that what you're afraid of? Like, it it goes back to the dumb argument of, if I see two men kissing, I'm going to have to explain that to my kid. That sounds like a you problem, bruh. Like, yeah. I don't... <laughs> that's nobody's problem but yours. And it's, a, like, I don't know if it's because a lot of us were inside last year, so it's just over-individualism and stuff, but it's just, like, a lot of... Like, trying to force your own insecurities onto other people going on online, I see. And it's just like, okay, well, ugh, you know, maybe, maybe except that sometimes it's not all about, you know, what's squeaky clean in your head or whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's my rant for the, for the year about that. But
0: yeah, for sure. <laughs> Slash! Slash!
1: Well, guys, that was the end of the um i guess you call it the intro to Berserk before we get into the golden age um i <laughs> this may be a funny cut because me and cal talked for like 40 minutes after we finished the actual chapter yeah. but um we yeah guys thanks for tuning in next <laughs> yes if you if you if you've been listening to this for this many episodes you couldn't tell by now yeah there's there's definitely some focus problems here but <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, and next week we will be starting Golden Age, and make Yay. sure to check the description for any content warnings or anything that, you know, you want to look for specifically. Next week is when we're going to start using the more um, timestamps, because yes. there hasn't really been a lot of stuff to timestamp so far, and there's very specific things to timestamp in the next chapter. Yeah. So We um, want you guys to be able to avoid yeah, that no. if
0: you need to, so...
1: Yeah, yeah, there'll be a beginning and an end to each section in the in the description. So if you want to skip to the end of that part, there'll be a section. And we also we also probably won't spend too much time on it so you don't miss us actually talking about stuff that happens. I don't want to spend that much time on no. it. So um yeah, yeah, I know. But we really appreciate you guys who've been sticking with us through this. It's been really fun to do this project. We're hoping to uh keep going now that, you know, our schedules are kind of back in order and now, the episode should be coming out. Um, if you've listened to this already, congratulations. Uh, you somehow got access to it, and we actually put this out at some point. But, um, yeah, we're yeah. working on cover <laughs> art, working on more interaction stuff. But, yeah, if you guys want, ever want to talk to us, um, I, I need to remember what the Twitter is. But I do know for a fact that our email is, we're unpacking it at gmail.com. And if you would also like to hit us up on Twitter, our Twitter is at let's underscore unpack underscore it. So yeah, um, hit us up. Tell us what your favorite uh, trauma moment from Berserk <laughs> yeah. is, or let us know. Let us know if we got something wrong. If there's something you did want to touch on that we didn't talk about in the chapter, but but yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. We really appreciate y'all for yeah. coming by. Right.
0: See y'all. All
1: right, bye guys.
0: Bye. Game, 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 game over!
1: over.